0: Thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Made in Dreams podcast, and it's gonna be a good one. Uh We have my hetero life mate, Jamie James, the Emperor. I am your host, Mighty Vicious, and today, featuring with us, we have Scott, if you're aware, on Twitter, it's at SZ738, and I believe you dropped the 8 for Dreams, correct?
1: I did. Well, actually, no, it should, should actually add that that's been my PSN ID, I think, since PS whatever. And, uh, and yeah, Twitter wouldn't let me have anything but an 8 at the end. So it's awkward. To do. It's a great name. Good for marketing when you have a name that sounds like someone's password. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. But you've you've right. struggled with it well, that name. Over the, thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Thank you. So uh, the reason I've been – a lot of people have been like white – why are you so excited now not once i showed them your work all the questions stop oh yeah they're, but, they're gonna be really excited but here. a yeah. lot of people are like yeah you seem really pumped and i'm like i am because i have so many questions to ask but before we get into that please tell the people a little bit about you where you come from how you got to dreams the, the usual
1: yeah, cool. Well, I mean, I'm a huge MM fan from, from uh, you know, Ragdoll Kung Fu. So I'm actually, in fact, I remember hearing about Mark Healy at Lionhead. So it's it's sort of, uh, I'm obviously an older gamer. Uh, I'm I'm uh, just coming up to 50. So I've seen the the you know, broad spectrum of, of awesome stuff over the years. But uh, I, I remember when we first saw LBP released uh, or, or announced, I, I've never been so excited for something when I saw that because it it was the uh I, I, can't, I can't believe you can make something on your console that's just mind-blowing because it's i came from a generation where we, you we all had 8-bit computers and spectrums and 64s and bbcs mm-hmm. and everything you know in the in the uk um and every single person had the potential to be a bedroom programmer like every, as soon as you bought a computer if you didn't know how to actually write a little bit of code on it you could just play a couple of games but half the time we'd end up just sitting around making our own games for ourselves learning about coding learning about computers, and game mechanics, I guess, things like that. Uh, But, you know, every popular game when I was growing up was made by one person in a bedroom in a few weeks on an 8-bit machine. So, of course, we we all went, well, we're going to make games. We're going to make games. And I can't believe it took 30-something years to get dreams in our hands. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's taken that long for someone to work that out. That no, we, I, everybody everybody needs this tool in their hands. This is like having a word processor or Photoshop. you got to have it. And right. it took MM to work it out. So, sorry, Will, you were saying.
0: No, 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 no. no. I talk about this constantly, especially last episode with uh, Media Molecule and their representative, mm-hmm. Abby, mm-hmm. was the fact that I've done podcasts for probably about eight years now. And it, I've complained. For all those years. <laughs> about how, I'm like, how come nobody has made like an educational game based around like basically a game engine that's able to do everything you can do within an engine? Like, why would you not put that in people's hands? It's education wise. It's 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 like a no brainer to me. And then when Dreams came out, I finally got my wish on that. And I was like and I was like, yes, this is what I've always wanted and been begging for for years so i i back you on that
1: yeah look this is i, I don't think uh, and again it's maybe even a broader this is obviously a, a huge conversation with people i speak to is that you go well you know there's you've seen attempts at this over the years really really half-assed ones to like spark and stuff you know where they try to go oh you can make a game and you can pick from the, the four genres of gaming hey don't get me wrong they were like there's actually a very you know you can put the genres of gamings in a hat but mm. to just go shoot a You know, third person, first person, platformers like that. But when LBP came along, what struck me about that, and I'm sure MM as well, and potentially Sony, was they went, well, people aren't just making platformers with this. They very quickly exploited those tools to make a calculator, to make a short film, to make third person games in a in a plat in a basically two dimensional platform engine. Um, and seeing, you know, and then go what five, six, seven years down the track when people were essentially breaking the game completely to make things that you you just wouldn't think have been possible in LBP one. I remember making Logic, because I love Logic. I'm an electronics nut from way back. So the logic part got me early with LBP, but it was glass blocks and pistons and dissolve and stuff. So you had to make AND gates. You had to actually make the AND gate oh. from like three or four different bits to just have a switch. So we were we were having a lot of fun with just going, how, how complex can you get with this? And I I used to get, it's almost like electromechanical design where you go, okay, let's make rods and pistons and things do what logic does, you know, like a Babbage, you know, let's make the Babbage engine in, in dreams, you know. <laughs> uh, but then obviously two came out, the I think it was two, uh, the logic system was put in so probably one of the ab- absolutely best visual logic programming systems out there. Is, is the one that MM created uh, for uh, for LBP because it essentially the LBP logic systems carry over exclusively in a lot of ways to to Dreams' logic system. Um, and that to me was like, finally, uh, the beauty of writing code, the fun of doing electronics all come together in a way that anyone could do this. And it was so incredibly brilliant that that's what made me go, oh my God. And I mean, I, I work in uh, post-production uh, that's that's what I do uh so it does inform you a lot about how tools work and how visuals work and how how to a lesser extent programming and integration work but i was I was completely fascinated with with uh, lbP2 I think it was and just built stuff and and my partner um she was she's still builds stuff and she's a dreams creator as well now um but just seeing the fact that, it was just the very first touch of that, where it was it was a very early Sony strategy to say that play, create, share, and they knew mm. they got MM from the from day one. They completely understood the potential of that company and the people that were, people that uh, are heading it. Uh, and they obviously gave, gave them some carte blanche, I think, with Dreams. And this is again, you know, LB, Everybody, I'm sure, that touched Dreams has got to have touched LBP at some point. Uh, the magic is in there too. It's still there. Um, it feels like you're using an extension of that concept. Um, but I really think somewhere at MM, there's a whiteboard that Mark probably came out one day and got his marker out and went, right. And when I want to be able to do everything without having to know how to do anything. like, how do we do that? <laughs> and I think yeah. they cracked it because, I mean, I think I think uh, all the tools aside and everything else dreams is a, as a piece of code and a concept like an art concept is is uh, really does deserve more recognition than it did receive even though what it received was obviously cool because the actual the the coding expertise that's gone into somehow fitting this entire ecosystem into a single load into a single environment on a console a good console but you know i've still got my ps4 i have still use, i haven't got a ps5 down here because we're in we're down in australia so good luck getting you think you have trouble getting a ps5
0: me, it's like, you have trouble getting it every day.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, we, we just, we just, we are just not even thinking about PS Five because well, it's no point. So anyway, I, I actually think that PS Four still got a little bit of life left in it. Anyway, I don't think it needed to be put out to pasture quite so early, to be honest. Um, but anyway, I find that the the dreams, the fact that it, the fact that Dreams runs on uh, a console is an absolute achievement to get any of that to work properly the way it does, and the fact the thing really does anything that you don't expect is. Unbelievable, um, uh, and I'm I'm not a I'd say I'm not really a pro which should be on PC person, because I think the whole concept of dreams and the whole concept of MM, and I think Sony's very strong, very strong, very long tail strategy with dreams ecosystem. I think Sony had this on their calendar for a long time. Uh, I think they know the potential of where this is going, but like all good things, they need to slow burn. And look at look at where Unity was ten years ago not saying it's supposed to be unique or it should even try to be seriously because it's a reaction to to these other tools yeah and how to do it better without any of the white noise but i think uh again i, I know the community over the last few years is uh, maybe a couple of years has been like oh there's not enough players there's not enough creators Th- this is a common problem for all platforms that end up uh bearing fruit um and those people at the start and those people that endure and those people that support will actually end up you know, again, reaping those benefits of seeing a really strong platform that's actually grown in a sort of organic fashion through creation. Let's, let's remind ourselves there's nothing like this. else. There's yeah. nothing else like dream. There isn't. There are tools, but there is nothing even close to the, uh, this sounds a bit silly, but sort of the uh, emotional connection, the tangible connection you have with what you're creating on the screen. Whether you're in VR with move controllers or DualShock, uh, whatever. You're watching gloves. stuff. The, yeah, the Uh-oh. engagement in the way they've made. I mean, this is a clever thing. I, I hate mice, keyboards, drop-down menus. I hate them all. I hate everything. We use professional tools at work. Everybody does. Even when you're using a website, whatever, Photoshop, email package. It's all so ubiquitous that it is incredibly boring to work with. So if you're a creative person, a musician, uh, a, a, an, an artist, or anything, coder, you, you want to be looking at something that makes your ideas feel like they're becoming... Um, tangible in front of you and dreams to such a good way of physicalizing uh the experience of creating and that's that is absolutely unique um and i so i think again going back to what you were saying before is that the way that i got into this was just seeing this very slow burn and every time i saw an image or or a, you know that first presentation with with the guitars on stage i'm like oh i know exactly where they're going with this this is great sculpting and and stuff like that but I, i'm so proud of them uh, as a company and Sony as a corporation to continue to back this thing through that development hell they went through. Uh, Alex Evans, obviously one of the, the lead architects of the code, you know, he did a, a Cygraph talk I saw years ago uh, at Ignite, I think it was, which is all, anyone that's in dreams is worth a watch. It's it's a rough as guts on stage presentation, but it will blow your mind how much work went into getting this engine to be the thing it is. And that's why it's so special. Yeah. The fact this is in your hands for, for like, 50 bucks on a console. you know, you've basically all got a dev kit in your home. And that's something that that 30, uh, maybe 40 years ago, I just thought, well, we'll have that next week. And it took this long for someone to work it out. Yeah. Uh, So it's, yeah, an incredible journey. I think I'm, I'm, I'm sure most creators would say the same thing and I'm sure most creators use other tools and every time they're using them go, I just wish I had a DS4 in my hand right now.
0: Yeah. And one thing I wanted to add on there was you were saying about the PS4, like the, the we've also said many times that the fact that something like this can even work on a PS4 is an achievement within itself. Oh yeah. Um, I, I can't wait for PS5 for many reasons. Uh, mostly because my PS4 is finally trying to reach its, (laughs) its, its its final resting place. But, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, like it, it really is weird that it took this long and I feel like they, they, they played around with it, like multiple companies played around with it. It was like the explosion of like forge mode in Halo. And, you know, then you had LBP, which took it to almost its final stage, but everybody started putting into these like build with our engine thing. Well, I was like, well, why not just give us the engine? But I do. Well, yeah, but I do want to go into the, um, uh, basically what you had said about the way that you create, being uh being boring within the industry whereas dreams kind of gives you this you know build build in front of you like you see all your tools you see what you're creating it it brings something new so i wanted to ask you about something that i've brought up to multiple people and pretty much within the dreams community and pretty much all of them told me to shut up was (laughs) (laughs) like there's one thing i really want in the dreams world and no James, I'm not going where you think I'm going. I'm going with the other thing (laughs) because I always bring up the power glove and I always get shut down. But, (laughs) But, but like I, the one thing I feel like dreams, uh, doesn't do as, or doesn't allow you to create as quickly as everything else is, uh, basically line art. And I would personally, really love for dreams to have like to be able to uh take a tablet like if you could get a tablet to do more drawing specific things within dreams it just it works better for me but i believe that was one of the things you said is or you just mentioned or alluded to being kind of like weird. no when i
1: no 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 i think when i say tools i think input's different like like uh, this is one of move controllers being remember these are 10 year old Peripherals too. Yeah. So yeah. They, these are again really forward-thinking peripherals for Sony, and of course, you know, they knew they could be used in different ways. Remember when they came out? It was just a, a wee competition thing, you know, mm. that came yeah. out to sort of go, oh, "We've got it too." Very Sony, but also, you know, Sony uh, love them dearly, but they can drop things like a hot rock as well. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be careful that. So, so the fact that if they still have move controllers. They knew that when VR comes out, when move comes out, those are, again, still in the marketplace, a, a unique input methods uh, that you still can't... I mean, Martin uh, Niblom, I uh, hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, he's incredibly uh, uh, progressive with his use uh, and promotion of the fact that he's sitting in a chair with move controllers, building things, and watch, and he's got you know professional CG and VFX artists around him going... What are you using? How are you doing that? And why can't we be using it? And they have to go back into the other room and use the three button mouse and the QRD yeah. keyboard and, yeah.
0: and pretend like
1: they're, in, they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. Um so I think I think look, to be honest, I think I think look, honestly, they could have freaking foot switches and I'd be using them in dreams. I think any input methods are great. And again, I, I really wish I, I could remember all of the names that I've seen on the community over the last year, because there's some people out there that are doing some very outside the box, outside dreams kind of technical use of the of motion tracking and screen stuff and and you can just see it's um, people are trying to find ways to put stuff in. I think even, even Tap has, has, you know, had his camera concept used recently the thing where they're doing handheld cameras with, a I think, a screen on a shock and looking around Dream scenes in, like you would on a James Cameron film. That's what they do now. They go, oh, look, you can walk around the set in virtual environment. Yeah, you know what? You can in Dreams too. And yeah. this is the thing is that this is, this is how experiential this software is. And I hate calling it software, actually, because it's, it, it literally, to me, transcends what we would normally call a, a creative tool. It feels more like a box of paint. It feels more like a lump of clay. It feels more like you're picking up a guitar. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's something you do not get from Autodesk. You do not get that from Adobe. And with all due respect to them, because they're all fantastic tools in the right hands, um, but they all have learning curves that aren't curves. They're like this. And, uh, and the community is equally full of people, that I think, that are like, oh, I don't know if I want to do Dreams or Unity or I want to do Blender or I want to do this. The fact is that the tools are relevant at the end of the day. You, you, uh, no one cares if you write a novel on a typewriter word processor or by hand. It does, it's, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. So, but your input methods are important. So I think if someone goes, like, for instance, I still don't use move controllers. And it's driving me nuts because I feel like I, I'm like oh, I really should like get used to those macros and that that, that muscle memory and just get into it because everyone mm-hmm. that I respect out there says yes you should if you're doing anything with it because it really speeds up your spatial work and everything else. I, I c- couldn't agree more. But then I see a lot of people going, I'm sort of on the dual shock, and it's I just that shouldn't work. That sh- I shouldn't be choosing a game controller as my primary source of input when you're sculpting or making something else. Um, when we're working, uh, when sorry, when I've been working in the past in things like, say, uh, mayor or something like that, um, yeah, we use tablets because I hate mice with a passion. Um, if you have to use a, a mouse all day, you'll know why. Uh, yeah. So I, I've been using it. I, you've got to use a tablet. But my point is that I, now I don't think it's a bad idea because I don't think there's such a thing as a bad idea with dreams input output. I think, I think, you know, uh, let them eat cake. I think if someone wants to, input with the boot that's plugged into usb i think power to them. <laughs> um you know i think you should make a judgment on what they made rather than how they did it but i will also say well but i don't i think there's a propensity for people to go here's a big laundry list of things that we should add and that becomes a lot of white noise for mm in the sense that there is oh, obviously yeah. a roadmap for this journey for us all yeah. there yeah. is there is something on the wall somewhere that says we're doing this, 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 and we really have to trust them as a developer because how have they ever let you guys down? You know, they've they're always and also they've given you dreams. So even if dreams was buggy, crashy, and underwhelming, I'd still love it because I'm like it's still closer to what I want than anything else that's out
0: there. Yeah, uh, I,
1: th- I I think we we would. Oh, sorry, we'll go for
0: it. Oh no no, I I, I hear you. And uh, part of the part of the thing with a with a tablet for me is that you know it's all about what you're comfortable with. And the the feedback, the pressure to line, like all that stuff transitions better to me than waving my hand with a wand, not to crap on anybody yeah. who can, as a matter of fact, nothing Absolutely. but respect, because I just mm. like, I'm like, yo, that mastery you have of that, but it's not intuitive to me, but, uh, but, and, and I feel like the tablet would be, but to follow up on the idea of, you know, trust MM, I think all of us do. And I think there are, you know, you're always going to have those people that are way too gung-ho about, you know, they need to do it now. <laughs> How dare they not have had this day one? Like, those people just send them off to the corner. Like, we don't, we don't talk to them. But, but at the same time, it's like, I still say it's still good to let them know. Because one of the things my friends brought up to me, who's he's in corporate world pro pro style like he's just like the suits the everything and he was like you know a lot of people don't realize that sometimes because there's so many working pieces within a company sometimes people don't realize that some things just don't get brought up and he's like that's why it's really important with things like Twitter now that you know you have people coming at you always yes yeah, some of it's going to fall away because I mean really open yourself up to that type of influx and in communication and it's gonna go awry but he's like you'd be surprised how many things that you were like that's simple of course they're working on that but he's like they've never thought of it yeah so if
1: we've thought of it they've thought of it five years ago it's that simple yeah i think yeah. it's the same with input options output options and again a lot of people myself included i think there should be down the track some more output options, whether that's a, a subscription thing or something you pay a little bit extra for, that's fine too, just to make yeah. sure you're a registered user or input, same thing, just to make sure you don't abuse the system. Uh, I mean, I won't go into it too much because I know you've had guests that have before, but things like audio limits and all the usual things that we consternate about, you know, they're, they're things that aren't really MM's decision. And I think the fact that they, they strike a balance is still really, really good. Um but, you know, image import is something that I think is is really unnecessary for Dreams. I hate to say it, but I think I think you should be able to use shots taken within Dreams, within Dreams in really different ways. That would be incredible. Like, take a still using the Dreams camera. You can make a graphic for the background, save a bunch of thermo. That's brilliant because that can't hurt anyone. It's all made in engine. It's all on the cloud. It's all really easy to mitigate. Uh, sorry yeah. to, uh, you know, um, um, you know uh, keep an eye on everyone that they're not using too much uh, weird IP or something. Because you, you know, you can say, well, it's just like Photoshop. Once you've bought the tool and you do, it's up to you what you want to use it for, and they have no control over it. But the Dreamiverse changes all that. But the Dreamiverse is actually the the the, the biggest drawcard for this thing because having we're so lucky that we're not even paying after we buy the software for an ecosystem that gives you social networking, it gives you upload, download, update features. It's uh, no system is perfect. Uh, if you could use Unity, you're still banging your head against a million things. And a lot of people I've seen go, oh, well, I I don't, Dreams, I'm not going to get more than 10 people looking at my dream. I'm going to go to Unity. You'll only get 10 people looking at Unity game either, dude. Like it's really, Dreams is such a great place to germinate an idea and then you can take it somewhere else. But I think the more that this platform grows, I think you'll find that they are going to provide those features. They're just literally waiting for the community to see what they want because you could give them everything. You could give them everything. You know, I'm sure they went, well, we should have a list that comes up of everything that's in your dream so you can just click on what you want and go to it, like, because May has that. And I'm sure someone went, that's why we're not going to have it because it's you don't need half the stuff that's in there. It's just a, a slow creep of software just r- r- uh, failing to remove its, its obs- obsolete elements over the years because people freak out. So if you're coming straight into dreams uh, fresh, you're like, oh, this is how it should be. Of course. This is great. Gonna make some cool stuff, but if you're coming from old tools, you literally are going, "Oh my god, why can't I do this on this giant computer with this expensive software?" And you can, but you can't do it in an hour. You can't do it while you put your feet on the couch. You know, I think think the, uh, the the gateway drug for dreams is that you can do it on your couch. And I think that that's if you if you're a creative person, you don't want to be sitting bolt upright in front uh, of a PC for too long because you <laughs> yeah. you start becoming becoming the computer. Um, but look, I think just to bring it back to, I think all the input and output methods, regardless, I think if they, uh, they are listening to people, uh, but it's really difficult what they're doing. The fact that this software even QA'd, there's so many things going on in, in that software at once. It's, it's, oh, it's yeah. incredible how solid it really runs. So as I said, think about that. PS5 version doesn't even exist yet. So just, just imagine what they've got cooking over there. And they've had a dev, dev kit for years
2: i mean like you just said with with the qa you know like i can imagine the nightmare it was to actually test everything to make sure it all worked and like um someone in our chat odm cobra just said you know there there is no or little to no crashes or glitches with dreams at all i mean i've been playing dreams since early access and i've yet to have one crash or one glitch and it's the environment that you would expect to have it in because it's so unpredictable like you know And the fact that you see so many crashes and glitches in, you know, standalone games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, for instance, you know, that's a complete separate environment and everything was designed within the engine for that purpose. And yet there are so many crashes or glitches or errors that pop up in that. But then you have this whole creational suite where you would expect a million and one errors to happen because there is so much involved within the creational process of it. And yet there isn't one. And it's, it's absolute credit to them. Yeah. That they've been able to create something so polished, and in my personal opinion, it is the most polished piece of software to come out on a console, period. I agree. There, there I is agree. nothing that is as polished as Dreams, because it is the type of software that you would expect to find a million different glitches, because it's so unpredictable to account for mm. everything that mm. Dreams can do. And yet it doesn't. It's, it's incredible. Well,
1: this is this is the great testament to when you do have something that's proprietary, when something is built on the iron that it's designed for. Mm. Because it's a console, but they have squeezed every single, you know, kilobyte out of that thing and yeah. cycle out of that thing. And I think it shows. Whereas when you do, for instance, Valhalla, you know, any of these multi-platform games, they're trying to balance between multiple console things. And I think, to be honest, you see it. I mean, it's, it's the sad thing. We're like, next gen, next gen. We've done this. How many times have we done this? we go got new consoles coming out, new games. And for the first six months, we're playing last generation's games with a new coat of paint. And it's happening now, too. I mean, as I said, I'm, I've done it with a PS5. I'm not missing it because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sort of excited by most of the games that are out at the moment. They look pretty. I'm sure they're a lot of fun. But I've got dreams, so I'm, I'm – <laughs> I used to have this, this pile of shame of games that, you know, you buy and you never get around to, but I just oh, like, yeah. well, in, in, the last, in the last years, I haven't bought anything really because I've just been like, well, I just – how can I play something that's sort of linear and crashy, as you said, and I can sit in dreams and dream, just look at an empty scene and it just puts a smile on my face. Um, well, that's kind of intimidating. You go, oh, that, that big clay box means I've got to do something but um, but i think to to go back to what you're saying is that uh, this is what reminds me about the the 80s style stuff is that they had to squeeze so much out of such a low um amount of resources on a system, like, let's like, say, 60, 64K, and we were, there, there was a thing that really inspired me at the start, it was called Shoot'em Up Construction Kit that was done by Sensible Software, I think, in 80, blah, blah, and uh, it was running on the, on the Commodore 64, and it was the closest that you could get to, like, making a game, but it was already scrollers and stuff, but my point was, it let you do music, sprites, backgrounds, make the game, do a front page, no one had ever thought to do that before, and the whole thing was running in 64 kilobytes, and it allowed you to make your own little game, and, and send it to a friend and stuff or they could come over because there was no internet. So um, my point being is that that kind of spirit of being able to empower a player to be a creator is actually not a new thing. But the software and the hardware just had to take time to mature. And now you've got dreams, which I, I agree with you completely, James, is that it's 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 actually, it makes art. It's an art engine. It makes mm. stuff. Yeah. It makes stuff, right? But the actual code is the art the way it was made and the way it even runs, the way it, it facilitates dual shock and move control and, and VR. I mean, seriously, yeah. you know, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, I know every dreamer out there is telling everyone they know about this. Um, I saw, I think a tweet from Elka or someone saying that I had to, every time someone asked me what I'm doing, my thing, and I'd say dreams, it seems sort of passive aggressive. And I thought, yeah, that's a really good point because we're all sort of dreams is the best and, and we're all really passionate. We want to show the world why it's, it's so different and so empowering. But it seems like yeah you're being kind of like well is it uh, and as soon as they hear it's in a console they go oh well you know i'm working on this system over here and there's a lot of dreamers that go i think i'm going to go i think i've had enough time in dreams now to go to unity and that's fine again this it's, it's all good uh but i think uh it's got such a future as a way to bridge that gap between learning and doing um going back to what you guys have said many times that from a tertiary point of view, it's uh, like in in the, again, in the 1980s in Britain, they made sure there was a BBC micro in every single classroom, right? Now that was just so people were exposed to computing. Um, This should be in every single, every single classroom. And it should be in every architectural classroom and systems design classroom and sculpting class, because it's so multifaceted. And the fact that it's it's so easy to accidentally start making music or accidentally start doing doing someone's face that you don't even realize you're doing it. You you simply cannot do that with other ways. So I, I think, I think schools could be re- almost replaced wholesale with a copy of dreams, to be honest. Um, well, I'm, I'm, so, glad yeah, you I'm, bring I'm very, that very, uh, pro <laughs> pro that.
2: We, um, we are actually trying to, to make that a reality. Um, the, the Made in Bit mm-hmm. Dreams podcast is, is trying to launch something called dreams for kids, uh, which is a yes. movement to try and get dreams into the hands of, um, people that need it most and to try and get it into the educational sector so it is something that we're quite passionate about too we really believe i've been
1: following that recently yeah I, i think it's a fantastic initiative guys and i think this is um you are seeing a few things, a few schools, I think there's a couple in Barcelona, I think now that have a Dreams mm. component to their game design course. Yeah. Um, and and that's, uh, that's the thing is I, I, I think any, any initiative like that is fantastic and I think you'll find there's a lot of people in the community that I'm sure you've already touched base with that are really passionate about that. And there are quite a few educators I've noticed in the Twitter community at least. Yeah. Um, that are using, like, I'd love to build some course material using this platform, and then, yeah. then use it at school. So I think it's just about, it's actually more about educating. I think the teachers can be convinced really easily, and I think the students can too. I think it's got more to do with the the institutions need to be more agnostic about what boxes they're using. Um, yeah. And uh, funnily enough, if if and this, I'm not saying they should do this, but if Sony just put out a little box that had Dev Run on the front and then and threw it in, I think they'd go, Oh, great! It's this really genius thing. It just has PlayStation on it. Um, but I, again, if, you know, if, if young kids at school are learning on iPads with apps, I mean, you know, you can get 20 somethings learning, you know, game design and game mechanics and, and creative development on something that really should be in every classroom. I completely agree.
0: And, and the thing, the biggest part of it for me is the fact that like, I like the higher education, but, uh, as I was talking about with Abby last week, like my whole thing is I didn't get to pick up a guitar until I was basically 20 something in college and i always wanted to play and now that i do play i sometimes sit back and wonder like what could i have done if i got this when when i if i was able to afford and get this when i was five so for me like i the like uh getting this put into higher education is great but getting it in the hands of like kids for me like people who don't have like to be fair, like their projection in education isn't really that bright. Like those, mm-hmm. those are the 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 Einsteins that never make it out the corner. Like those are the people that I would like to to get this in the hands of before I even think about upgrading it to to you know higher oh, education.
1: It's an easy place to start because of the platform. Uh, yeah. But I think education with with kids is all about engagement. As long as you can engage them, they'll learn. Mm. You know, and I think with this, it's so easy to put a jewel shock in a hand. Of course, they'll 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 be quicker than the teacher. They know those sixteen buttons better than anyone.
0: Yes, uh,
1: um, and I think you're right that that breaks down the reason. Like as soon as I mean, again, in schools, I mean, they gave you a little Casio keyboard to learn music or something, and you go, oh, <laughs> you know. But the um, I, I, see it's interesting what you said about coming across things late because i'm i'm nearly 50 and i'd never sculpted a face before dreams so i i've, I've done work in 3d and, and played with tools and done stuff like everyone has but i've actually never sat down and tried to make someone's face um and i with with dreams i remember seeing those first times when they, they move two spheres together and they kind of blended i went whoa what's that that's really i remember watching kareem do stuff and then he dialed mm. something up and i just went okay where's where's that in the tools i use that's that that looks like something maybe it gets, goes back to when I was in school and I enjoyed working with clay. That That's really real. That's, I get that more than UV unwrapping and meshes. Um, so to see, um, so anyway, I mean, I do, I, I like doing, doing character heads now, right? But I never did that before. I've ne- I didn't know I could even do a face. I haven't even looked at someone's face when I'm sculpting. I just start going in dreams. And that's a real testament to the fact that if I can do that at my ancient age, then some kid is just going to go, bam, and just jump straight to their skill and straight to, you know, unearth their their stuff. And uh, as much as you go after, I wish I'd found that earlier, uh, what a wonderful thing to be like halfway through your journey and come across a piece of software that allows you to unlock things. Uh, that that we're there. I see this with everybody. Everyone settles into their groove in dreams. You've got people that like logic, people that like doing animation, people want to do just voice voice stuff or audio work. Amazing musicians, like incredible musicians everywhere. Um, but uh, essentially, I think maybe you have seen this or someone, I can't remember where I saw it recently, is that like we're like the biggest dev house in the world. Like we're all working on the same platform in different regimes and in a way the you know they're trying to bring us together so that there's more collaboration mm. um, but I think you're going to find a lot of people have stumbled across their true skill using this uh, a lot of people have said yeah I'm a musician I've just found I can I like doing buildings and I just was never exposed to anything that would let me create something like this I, I, about I think it was a few years back MM did something where they put maybe it's during beta they put dreams in front of a bunch of people that have made stuff in LBP or use creative tools. And they they gave dreams to a bunch of people that have never used anything in their life to be creative. And they said the things they were most surprised about were what the people that never worked with it before had done because they had no preconceptions of what you should do. A CG artist is going to go, oh, it doesn't have this. Or, oh, yeah, I yeah. like to work like that. Yeah. Or, 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 oh, where's ray tracing at? You know, you know I don't care. No one cares about that stuff. <laughs> But I think they said that, oh, there was a guy that worked at a, you know, savings and loan that just went, I had no idea I could do this. I, I, is that good? I don't know. So that's, that's a really good way of showing it. Yeah, you put this in young kids' hands, you will very quickly see what they gravitate towards. And that's a great way for educators to find very quickly where to focus on them. Um, but with, with uh, people of a certain age as well, it's a wonderful way to sort of feel fresh and find new things.
2: Yeah. And, and I we'll, I think go ahead. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, sorry, no, I was no. just cuz I I think they will get it eventually. I mean, what we have to appreciate as well is is although we all love Dreams and we know what it's capable of because, you know, we've been playing it since it came out. You know, all these other programs like Maya and Unreal Engine and, you know, all these other well-established creational suites that's been around for the age of time, you know, the reason why they have a name for themselves is because they've had their feet in the sand for so long. You know, Dreams mm-hmm. is within its second year. It's still a baby right now. And I think yeah. once Dreams evolves to the point where, you know, we've seen creations that's made within Dreams that we would not think would be possible at all, such as Bad Robo, for instance. I mean, the creations yeah. that he creates, you would never ever tr- think that that was made within Dreams. And I think once mm-hmm. the audience of Dreams becomes more mature within the software itself and we see a lot more mm-hmm. things come out of it, at that point, then I think people within the industry will start to appreciate what dreams is actually capable of. And at that point it will be utilized to its fullest.
1: I agree. I think, I mean, it's a big conversation, all that says, but I think certainly dreams is strength in the, if you want to put that sort of industry professional market is its speed mm. and it's immediacy. Yeah,
2: it's turnaround so, time. because
1: around. Yeah. That's what you don't get yeah. like instant gratification. So you could, I mean, we've look, I've, I've done, I've pushed dreams in front of a few people in, in the film and television industry in ways that we can just because obviously you know you don't want to force anything on them Hmm, but i've uh, for instance we we um, have done a few things recently where they would want um, to pre-visualize like say a uh, a set like just a location and not a visual effects thing or something like that just a set four walls where the chair is going to go where's the camera going to go because dreams uses real world metrics and proper cameras like proper lenses, you can talk to a dop and say, "Well, okay, what are you going to be on here?" And he goes, "Well, I want to be on an 85 mil lens, and I want to put the door here." So you can say to the production designer, "Let's look through it. Do you want to look at it in VR? Do you want to walk around it in third person, first person? Do you want to put a light in here in real time? That looks pretty and- cool. Great. Okay, save that off. Ten fifteen
2: minutes tops.
1: Yes. 10, 15 minutes. And not only that, you can get you can you can just it, there's nothing that works quicker. Now that's at a really basic sense where you can just build like I know people have designed their kitchens and things in it too this is kind of what I'm talking about it's brilliant yeah
0: yeah so I want to take this moment to uh really go into because a lot of people a lot of people are really loving hearing you talk about dreams and you're getting some good feedback here <laughs> in the in the chat um uh, i want to take this time to kind of switch to our other screen so i can show what you've worked on and really start my line of questioning because <laughs> there's a lot I of I questions have. yes <laughs> okay. so so uh first i'll just have the reel going but if anybody has been looking at your stuff on Twitter, it's absolutely breathtaking and just ridiculous. It's one of those people, they're like, your creations for me is, like, I guess every artist has this. But for me, I always look at certain artists and I'm just like, man, I suck. <laughs> 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 and... and uh, and so like, I mean, the first time I saw because my whole thing is with dreams is that I've always wanted to be in cinema and make and make movies and do stuff like that. And so that's always been my main approach in dreams It's just like, oh, finally, I have the ability to, you know, put stuff together, make a make an animated film or movie or whatever. And it, it's literally I don't I don't have to have a budget like it like just to get started just to do anything and so your style really really it it just it's everything i want to do it's like every it like encapsulates everything i've wanted to be able to create myself which is why i've been so excited about having you on for a really long time so
1: oh you're too kind i'm happy to anything you need to know
0: (laughs) Okay. They're all simple
1: tricks. This is Disney. It's all really simple stuff. This Dreams well, makes it so easy.
0: Well, I'm glad you said, uh, let's go. That's yeah, right. uh, did I say that? No, no, no. So here we go. So right. when you posted the footage that everyone's able to see uh, in the video, you said that this project, you had to make it for a production, a fake oh, right. game so for yes. TV in 24 hours?
1: Yeah, so let me just give you a bit of background on this, because yeah, this is something I, I wanted to tell the community on Twitter, just because I thought this is just a different use of it. And uh, look, it's a really obvious use of dreams, is to make a fake video game. But we were, we're we were already working on a TV show, uh, in, in that's produced here in in Australia. Um, that you that I can't say what it is, unfortunately. I really wish I could, but it hasn't aired yet. So I would like to talk about it. Mm. Um, but we've been doing just some bits and bobs for them. Uh, but they said, oh, we've got this scene where someone has to come in and they're playing like a, you know, a Doom style game and there's a bit of conversation. The game's not really part of the plot or anything like that. It's just a prop. I mean, it's like having something on the television when you're walking. Mm-hmm. But with TV shows that are syndicated globally, they don't, they can't just use Doom or something. It doesn't work like that. It just can't, it's huge, expensive and really boring to organize. So quite often, TV shows will just make bespoke stuff. They'll make the websites, the content, everything is for the show so that nothing, everything's in the universe. So they actually said to us, can you guys do anything about that? Now, that, that was a few years back. we would have gone, uh, do we have to, okay, I guess we could grab uh, Unity and I'll make something real quick, I'll kit bash something real quick, but you, it'll look like, you know, something look that great in a day. We had a day to have it playing back on set. Um, and what they thought we'd do is they go, well, we'll just, which they do in shows, like they'll just go to some forum and, and licence They'll credit someone for their student work, some unfinished thing. And I've used those in the past and gone, it just doesn't look real. And it just, yeah. it isn't, it mm-hmm. doesn't look A, let's say. So the director just says, oh, it's got to be a A game because I want to show that this person's like just really obsessed with like these, these games that everyone's playing. We couldn't have a name for it. And he just said something like Doom. It's due in the morning. And in the morning, we, we threw something together in dreams that was actually a huge amount of fun and a really good learning experience and how to work quickly because that's what it does best. And you just forget about that when you're working on stuff for months that you can just bang something out. Um, but I should uh, say that it was ready the next day. It was playable, which is they never do that on TV shows that I was holding a Xbox controller playing a PlayStation while nintendo games something like that yeah, yeah. um and always frustrates me so yeah so we actually threw together three minutes at a game very quickly from scratch and it was ready the next morning and um they were really they were really impressed because they just went i don't understand how that's that's possible and that gave us a good way to say to this production hey you know this is the tool we use maybe you guys should start using yeah. this more for previews maybe you should start using it more for set design i mean it's it, it, it's cheap it's right there so yeah so this is what we did i think is what you're going to show
2: and did you create this solely by yourself, or did you have any help? Yeah, with look, I'm I'm a I'm a bit insular, so uh, so yeah, it's just
1: it's just <laughs> me doing my thing. But but uh, but everything in there is is yeah. There's nothing obviously nothing from the Dream of Us because I just wouldn't do that because that would just be yeah. I don't I yeah. don't think that would be right to use people's stuff, um, as, as tempting as it would be because there's such great stuff out there. But uh, it's no, it was just a case terrible. of making some some you know like ten little set pieces: a wall, a pipe, a grill. You know the usual. Just do a quick kit so- in an hour throw a couple I mean throw a couple of fully animated monsters together that shoot at you that have animations so quickly and they, they're not very good so don't judge me on those silly blood explosions I have bro don't minutes. you
0: don't you start don't you start don't, no. No, every, everybody is not allowed, is, allowed yeah. yeah no everybody in chat, chat is a Rembrandt. every every yeah. per, like the person in chat let me let me catch <laughs> you up they said yep I suck. I feel it now, (laughs) and and just as you've been talking, there's been little things where it's like, but with models from the dreamiverse, I assume, and then you're like, no, it's all for me. What like people? (laughs) This is why I told you. Well, look to me when when you actually,
1: well, if I showed you what they look like if you turn all the lights off and you actually looked at them without it's it's you know
2: it's it's a few rough edges here and there. Yeah, that's regardless though. I mean, I'm just. I mean, when I saw your tweet, I was just... I assumed that it had Dreamiverse content, but now you've told me that this was all, you know, from scratch within a day is just beyond my reconciliation i just don't know how you've managed to do what you can do and it just looks so polished as well it's well i didn't
1: mean it well i meant it to be but i didn't think it would and i think dreams again it's like like you're saying a good guitar you go i can't play and then you play a good instrument you're like well actually i can i just need the right tool um i think with that one too uh i should explain the process really briefly just for people so they understand that when dreams is used outside of the dreamiverse you do have to contact mm and actually go through a process with them just to make you know so obviously to see what it's for it's a really easy process but that it's you've got to be you know on you know psn name you've got to be you know using dreams for a while you've got to show that you're a decent creator as far as you won't um tarnish their reputation so what we actually did was we just said to them well look you know um we're doing this and is this all cool and they they do actually have a list of things and one of the things is that you can't it's got to be all original you can't use things in the Dreamiverse. and i think that's a really good point to people if they're confused about how dreams can be used externally is it's 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 like, again, I keep using Photoshop as a reference, but like it's like if you just grab something off the web and use it, you, you, you can't. You can't do that. You've got to make it yourself, and you can. So is the Dreamiverse is an incredible resource for people uh, building uh, a dreams content. But to be honest, as soon as you, you work off-platform, it has to be all bespoke and made by the actual PSN ID that you're, you're saying this is made by. So I did it all myself that long night, but a fun night, and as I said, I learned so many more techniques so I'm going to have to do more fast things uh, this is why I'm always tempted to do a community challenge just because I think it would it pushes you out of your little safety box but then that's why I don't do it because I go oh god I'm terrified now that I'm not going to have it ready or it's not going to be what I want it to be and stuff too so after, I always commend anyone that can bang here. out things
2: quickly <laughs> after what you've I'm produced, sorry, Dave, here, what after what you've produced here I don't think you need to be worried about jams anymore you yeah. can just go yeah. ahead and oh. Go in and do your thing well, and you'll be fine. <laughs>
1: no, you're too kind. Of, it is playable, but I think once you've killed the 20 enemies, it just goes. That's all there is. So it's um a funny thing is at one point we we they actually said, because in the script it's an online game. And I said, Well, do you want me to put little little names above the people? Because it's as easy as putting a text tool on them, typing something in and it's done. And I'm yeah. like, this is just everything is just so immediate and quick. Every little question they want, I can just go, what like this? And they go, Oh yeah, actually no, take those off. That's cool. But again, it's that it's that fluid immediacy. Uh there's so many different ways to use this tool in different different environments different regimes but in the production community um, this is just one use of it and as i said it is a playback thing it's a, it's a prop but i don't think dreams has been used as a as a playback prop in the thing before and every i mean this when this show comes out i'll I'll mention the show it's got a famous person in it and everything but um, <laughs> but even though uh, we've managed to get dreams in the credits which i'm really pleased about uh-huh. um, we, we nice. met ma- i can't I think it's i think it's game software or it's something that sounds nice but it it does go Da, 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 dreams because I'm quite yeah. happy. Anything we can do, I know no one reads credits anymore, but I think um, it just starts building up a, a, a culture that people go, yeah. oh no, you, you, we're seeing it pop up here and there. And I think as, as soon as you do, I remember clients client saying to me, uh, if you're basically not doing it in May, you're not doing it properly. And oh, I think that's ridiculous. Um, so I think there there will be a day when people say they'll be, you know, very soon they'll be saying, no, this was proudly done in dreams because just, you know, look at it. You couldn't do that any other way. So what's your argument?
0: Nah. I, I got I, I want to make sure people like you're hearing what people are saying uh, from Talk 33 in chat. He says, don't take this the wrong way, but you make me sick. And <laughs> <laughs> we we right. we have a bunch we have a bunch of people that are like you know one day what and uh, I, uh, spicy uh, spicy said I want to leave the matrix please this is too much so
1: <laughs> no look I think look, I, I, look I'm not i I really I, I do feel I need to be humble because it's it's the tool that makes that possible so I'm just trying to say and this is this is a good point to make is it like for everyone out there it really is. As quick as that, it's just a case of knowing what you want to make um, and just understanding the tools enough to, to do it. Uh, it's, it's really not that hard. I'm, and I'm a big fan of breaking down what you need to do into smaller components. So if you go, well, it's a hallway. Well, then it's got one wall section, one pipe. Every every AAA game out there uses like 10 assets. You just don't see it. So, I mean, uh, it's it's a funny thing that the speed of dreams and the immediacy of how you can slam things together. Um, I mean, I, I think I threw some audio in at the last minute. And I think it went out mute because in TV shows, they'll just redo all the sound design mm. and put something way cooler mm. in. Uh, also, they don't know editorially what they're cutting to and it just makes it easier. Um, it's another reason they said not too much UI uh, in the game because if you if this is made for TV, we don't need all this crap on the screen. This is just what's on there normally. So we just put a little reticule in the middle just to mm. show it's a game. Um, but I think there's, there's two characters two puppets that i quickly smashed together you know uh put them on some follow behavior there's to be honest when they're shooting at us it's actually a button i've set up just so when they're facing me, i can have them shoot at me because i just i mean the logic's quite easy to do but i, I didn't uh, have no, time to sort of put in gameplay <laughs> logic so that someone could play it and have fun with it but you can run around in it for a few minutes and uh, shoot things and go wow the, the blood flick is really over the top okay. but that was well, what the director said he said really bloody but we realized we had to keep it uh just under that gory thing just so from a a ratings point of view we didn't upset sony or all the producers
0: so let's um well i got one more question here uh from for this are there any easter eggs in this that like did you put something that like was your signature in this scene that plays on
1: tv it's really tempting to actually it's funny because even though i was bleary eyed the next morning and uh i think what did i do it was something where i was like i should have an ammo reload or something just so you could maybe some boxes lying around and i think i put something on the boxes i can't remember now that's how tired i was but i think two is um it's awfully tempting to put in something that you'll go you know someone's name was his past or something like that when you're working in tv and film stuff you did you do that at the start you don't want to put my name on a billboard or something in the background but the more you do it the more you go I, oh god that's you know Getting on the credits is probably okay. But I but it's actually um, it was playable. I actually think they ended up just running it and having someone else do it because the actor had to do lines and things like that. So they had I think they mimed it anyway. But uh, but technically they could have run around. I think it did have a title screen. I did a title screen. I think it was something ridiculous called like marrow, bone marrow warriors. <laughs> <laughs> some it was supposed to be some violent game, so we called it something really stupid. But it didn't need it, so we just took it off. But again, it's it's saying, do you want to start screen Do you want a fake menu with options? Do you want? I can put all that together yeah. pretty quick. um but, but just finishing on what, what you were saying is that look, uh, it, it, it it's the quickest thing out there. And although doing something quickly doesn't mean doing it any better, if you just want to test an idea, you can sketch pad out a game concept in hours. And then, honestly, a couple of lights and use the grading tool a little bit, and you'll be surprised how good it gets. I really wish I had a before and after of how basic that little set is I built for it. And it's, uh, there's, it's actually completely monochrome, so there's no colours on anything. Like, everything's got no... I think the enemies do, but the, the environments have zero... Colors, textures, anything. I just went, no, I'll do it all with lighting. And then you just paint the set with greens and reds and things and backlighting and highlights and things. Um, and it gives the effect of textures. It gives the effects of a lot more work. So that might be why it looks a little bit more finished, is just because instead of antagonizing about every piece, it's in- incredible how much you can do with just the lighting system. And it'll, mm. like everything I think is that I've sent through to you just to, to stick up there. Most of those things are just absolutely 50% gray. And then everything else is done with lights.
0: So uh, just for the people who are just getting here, because uh, we had a few people that showed up, uh, to catch you up, this is basically a, a, a <laughs> fake game that was created in 24 hours for a television production. We're speaking with Scott at, on uh, Dreams. It's at SZ73. And on yes. Twitter, at, Z, at SZ738. And, uh, yeah, we're just basically going through his process. Uh, for As I was telling people, for those that have been paying attention to the podcast, I've been hinting at this for a long time because this excites the hell out of me. I, I Like, his work has been blowing me away on Twitter from just what I could see, like, for months now. It's, it's ridiculous. But... I wanted to go, because you, you started to go into your work on character sculpts, and uh, I put up the video now for people so they could see, like, the different character sculpts and the style that you've been working on, and, like, tell me a little bit of how you, like, what's your process as far as this goes? Because I I see it as being really, it, it's just an interesting style.
2: like It is very, very different. For the Dreamiverse, at least, it's it's very unique in regards to what other stuff I've seen myself on the Dreamiverse. It has a very different style to it. It's it's really nice.
1: Well, I do appreciate that. I think uh, to answer that, it's because I've never done that before. So before Dream, like I said before, before dreams, and I'm talking maybe I don't know a year ago, I'd never sculpted a face in my life or even tried to. I didn't think i didn't really need i haven't never really had the need to um the tools um are so different and i know so little about what i'm supposed to how a face should look that i think um i just i just went for it so um but this is why i love it so dream so much because it just uh, usually i'd be held back by i don't know just say it was a Z zbrush or something like that where you go i'll put symmetry on start putting things down and it's great yeah. and everything and it's really there's a lot of similarity there. But uh, I tend to work off-grid now, so I'll do things asymmetrically. So instead of just having I I and you do one side, I tend to sort of go and I'll try and do it all in one sort of sculpt. So I start with just a cube and just keep building it out until it's a face. So it always ends up being 1%. <laughs> so all my sculpts are 1%. But the um, but what's really cool about that is that um, I think Kareem used to do this too, is you can light it while you're working and you can move lights around and get highlights and sort of sculpt while you're seeing actually all the interaction with the environment and the lights, which is really unique. Um, so quite often, um, I, I think initially, I have to actually admit this first, is, it, is after seeing all the videos of Dreams before we got to touch it, I couldn't wait. But that first two days using the sculpting tools, I got so frustrated because I was like, this is not working for me at all. I just don't get this. And it was because I've actually used some tools in the past. And I went, I'm trying to do things that, now where's the, where's the four up view? Where's all the, you know, and it's just like, you, you're a moron, just grab the controller and just put something in. So I, I think I don't have my sculpture in the beta, uh, cause I was using my partner's Vader account uh, cause I couldn't get in. But, um, but uh, it's, I just work with spheres and toroids really. Um, and then use uh, hard edge tools to do cuts. So quite often, I mean, your, your secret sauce is always the soft blend. That is just such an addictive way to work is where you can yeah. just push and pull things just gently. So quite often, I've done some time lapses just for my own reference where you'll sculpt. And of course, it's always, if this is the screen, it's over here because I've messed with the camera so much. I'm sculpting from sort of 20 feet away. So, <laughs> And then I watch people like Martin do these incredible things and everyone's coding and everyone's just rotating stuff around. Um, that is something that I haven't done. So I tend to block out the face, like literally do a skull shape almost, then block out the sort of the character you want. Uh, and it always looks pretty bad at that point. And then you just go in and then you just cut. So you just subtract with soft blend things and you can get incredible creases and details and things you actually don't think you could. Try doing that in other modelling software with such a cohesive surface. Um and I actually like being loose. So I like, I, I grew up with things like, you know, Plimpton and all these animators and, and artists that did this really wacky, almost um, uh, sort of uh, psychedelic almost looks to people, you know, sort of twisted and deformed and weird proportions, which is very much uh, hip again now. But Dreams really lets you sort of break the rules of what you should be doing. But but I honestly don't know what I'm doing. And that's that would be the answer. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just, I'm letting Dreams help me uh see what's in my head i've never looked at a picture i had a picture next to me or looked at someone's face or anything i just start in dreams and just push it around until i go oh that's feeling like my brain understands that it's cheekbone or anything else so you can learn really quite organically about um especially about um anatomy i think if you're doing an arm or a hand you start really paying attention to all the components that make up those things um but i but yeah i i I'm sort of stunned that I hadn't have, done this before Dreams and went, oh, I can, I can sculpt a face. That's cool. And then it got really, really addictive. <laughs> and I've done a lot more than I've shown. I just, I, Because they, these are all going to be used in, in, in a project I'm working on. Uh, okay. Not all the sculpts, but the techniques. So oh, my okay. idea is to, yeah, to put these heads on, on characters and actually have them in the game. So uh, I've got them talking and doing all sorts of cool stuff at the moment um, with some different techniques. But just really to find cheap ways to do lots of different faces in a scene and actually have them do basic things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a different look. It's not, um, it doesn't necessarily work on a puppet, those things quite often if you, if you look around them, they get kind of a bit weird from the side and stuff. So I'm still learning a lot, but I do appreciate the feedback from people um, because I actually see so many sculptors out there that I wish I could do it the way they do. And there's well I love about dreams. Everyone's got their own groove and it doesn't matter. There's, there's something special in everyone's work. Mm-hmm.
0: My next, well, my question, which you kind of went over there was like, are these for a game or a side project? Because they mostly, uh, if I had to put a feeling, not the look of it, but just the feeling of it, it felt like a disco Elysium, if you've ever seen that game.
1: No, no, it's funny you say it, because look, it's funny, because I mean, I haven't really even thought much about the details of what I'm doing too much. So I haven't really mentioned it to anyone, but I will say uh, it comes from that kind of era and that kind of gameplay mechanic. I actually haven't played it. I wish, and I was thinking about it a few weeks ago. So it's funny you mentioned it because I know that it's a bit of a grittier way to approach investigative stuff. And uh, it's got a lot of interpersonal stuff. And I actually dig that. I I would never try to do anything so complicated, but you're upset. The grittiness and the the, uh, maturity of it, I think is something that I really appreciate. Definitely.
0: Yeah, so, like, I mean, because I thought you were going to go for the, you know, have models that kind of look like these and then do the whole, like picture off to the side of the text that pops yeah. up for them yes. yeah yes. And, and that, yeah that we've been piece. doing i've
1: actually been playing with that. i love that when you do a you know, picture in picture box and you have the head out you know talks to you and everything I actually and yeah. again it's it's you see why they did that back in the day because it's a resource thing right you go i can't just have everyone being like it's not an ubisoft game i can't have everybody just in cutscenes yeah. constantly there's such a temptation to go oh i can see uh, the game and the cutscenes in my head it's like cool than what i could ever do but that's not saying dreams is is not capable of it yeah. It's just saying that I just would see that level map and all the things I've got to do and go, you've got to pull it back a bit or you'll just never do it. Um, so to answer your questions, I wanted, I actually want to have, you know, dialogue and voice acting, all sorts of stuff. Um, but the idea is that, yeah, it should be almost like the, you know, the comms in Metal Gear, you know, it should just be, here's this person you're talking to, here's you. Um, yeah. There's so many ways you can do it. And again, it's so tempting to just, Zoom the camera up on the actual face. Have the puppet turn to come. camera. I mean, there's so many ways you can do it. But, yeah, you're right. The idea is to, to, to create a sort of uh, a motley crew of characters that you get to meet along the way. And that way, at least when you are talking to people, you feel like you've met someone um uh, I, again, doing bodies and clothing, everybody seems to really struggle with that too. I think everyone goes, "Oh, it's just so much work to get it to look right on a puppet, especially." Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's all about limiting your idea a bit to, to sort of fall more within what you're capable of and what the platform's capable of. Um, and look at some of these older style games. Like I, I loved all the old point and click stuff. I grew up with all you know, all the yeah. old Lucasfilm games and Monkey Island and all of stuff. So um, it's it's kind of point and clicky, let's say. Um, but again, what you can do in Dreams is you can go, yeah, it's like that, but then you can push in on something or do a cut scene. I mean, that's just, that excites the hell out of me that you can just cut to just like, oh, here's some shots of the city while we're, while we're in doing something else. Um, being able to get in a car and drive across town to another location, let's, you know, try doing that back in the 64K days.
2: <laughs> we actually have a, a few requests for you to upload... Um... Where is the comments here? Yeah, they wanna see your they wanna see your process. So like some Which, time lapse maybe of, of when uh, you Oh
1: actually Yes, well as I said I'm coming coming out of the clouds now with, with your podcast. So I actually have been in the on the outskirts of the Twitterverse uh, instead of going, Oh, everyone's so talented and, and I don't know how, quite what I'm doing But I think I've fallen into I think I understood where I'm going with it now. Uh, and I actually would like to, um, I will, will put up some stuff there just about general sculpting tricks, because although there's there's nothing no one wouldn't have already learned from some of these other fantastic people that put so much time and effort into putting shoots up, um, I think everyone should put something up just to show the diversity of everyone's ideas, because even one idea that you've never seen before is like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, I mean, even just the other day, I saw something and people were like. I didn't know you could destroy joints. It's like, yeah. And John, John Beach is like, of course you can. It's dreams. You guys just you need to dig in there. We're not, we're not going to tell you what everything does. And that's yeah. awesome. There's no manual. There's no manual for this thing. Although there should be a big, thick book you can buy. Pretty, pretty cool.
0: uh, I mean, that's kind of what Tap has already um, done, right? Has made that huge but, uh, book. But yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but um, but the. Totally.
1: So like, oh, look, because actually, the community is phenomenally
0: talented with these. Yeah, I approached you about posting your process a while back on Twitter, and I was like, "Do we have a video?" And you were like, "Soon, <laughs> soon." I was.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Well, I know. It's funny because Tap, Tap did actually ask me, he "Goes, how would you do the reflections on one shot or something?" And I said, "Oh, look. I, normally, I would just go here to do it, but I actually want to show how it's done properly because it's actually really easy. But it's again." Uh, Yeah, I want to do more. I I know not not everyone's on Twitter too, so I would sort of go, I'll put something up on YouTube. Um, And actually, that will be soon. I'll I'll throw some things together and also be able to expand more on what what I'm doing uh, with some other stuff too. Because as I said, I've only just learnt the tools now. It's taken a couple of years, I think, for all of us to work out kind of how it works. Hmm. And I think, you're, especially in the last six months, a lot of creators I'm seeing, you can just see uh, it's starting to, a lot of people are getting a lot more refined and getting their production values going up. Um, and it's not all about graphics and polish and, and, and audio polish, but it really does help people's perception of Dreams as a platform and the type of uh, creations that people are making. And I think now you're going to see all these things turn into slightly more refined products where people are going to start collaborating more with these really clever people. Um, but, yeah, part of that is sharing the knowledge. And that's why people like TAP and so many other people are out there that are, that are um, Saku and a bunch of people that are actually taking the time to show their skills Uh, It's part of the culture of dreams is sharing.
0: Indeed. Indeed. And I want to go into the next piece, which is all your work is amazing, but this is something I've wanted to talk about for god knows how long now There's as a matter of fact it was the first thing i reached you about because i wanted to know what exactly you were saying you have these <laughs> long you have these long form or i think you called it long exposure flick experiments and yes i need you to explain what that is because the way i took it is that uh, not all of the images on the video that I'm showing, but most of them, it made it, it sounded like you were saying you were using 100% Fleck to create this, the, the cities.
1: Yeah. So there's two things. One is the, the Fleck experiments thing was just a kind of just a bit of technical fun just to see what happened, how much, cause I'm, I'm a big fan of Fleck, obviously. Um, It's actually not a perfect component of dreams because it's noisy. It's, cycle intensive so it slows down gameplay it's, it's not super efficient but it gives you these abilities to fill basically provide atmosphere because you can only do so much with the fog tool you can only do so much with um the built-in fog and, and camera fog and stuff uh, i love dreams but it does have that painterly look which tends to yeah. make mm. it very clearly a dreams thing which isn't a bad yeah. thing uh, because it's a unique look and i love its painterly impressionistic look uh, absolutely but I was just trying to find ways to sort of cheat the flex system so you could soften out that to give it a more sort of powdery feel. Uh, now, when you do that, your console melts. So that <laughs> doesn't um, – the problem is that you, if you do it, the game will really like want to crash. It doesn't, but it really gets close to it. So the, the flex experiments thing was just a way to say, well, what happens if I just rendered every frame out separately? And I gave it like 10 seconds to settle using the camera ghosting So what it is, if I turn the camera ghosting off in those, it just is a noise. It looks terrible. It's just fizzing. It's all really, really uh, like 8-bitty looking and stuff. But as soon as you put on your camera ghost, it almost works like an oversampler. So what it does is it just compares each frame to each frame. And over a few seconds, it all just, all the noise goes away. The problem is if you move anything, it has that huge streaky effect okay so the way around that was all i so what i've done and this is this is a uh, tap got this straight away uh is you just set up like a 10 minute camera so one keyframe here one keyframe here and you allow that camera to just over 10 minutes very very slowly translate through your scene uh you turn all the stuff on turn camera goes on because the camera's moving so slowly you actually don't get the streakiness and then you speed the video up by like god i think by like you know, a thousand percent, and you end up with a four-second clip of it moving very carefully through completely noiseless environment. Now, of course, that's not really useful for, to dreamers because that's not something you can do in the verse It's a it's a trick, but it was a way of going, okay, that's the look I want, but I can't do it that way. So I put those up just to say, well, here's just another way of using dreams to to maybe you know maybe output options, media molecule. You could give us a frame record output. So what would happen is that when we were to record out, uh you know, say a cutscene. Uh, you, you say, I want to output this to a video using share or maybe there'll be some uh, inbuilt feature. Mm-hmm. And you say, let each frame be oversampled. Like, remember, was it uh, Gran Turismo with photo mode, right? And you'd, you'd move around the car and then when you take the photo, it goes, give me a minute. And it sits there for 15 seconds going, okay. And you get this incredible 4K image that looks way cooler than the game, yeah. but it looks like a cutscene, right? So you could basically frame record out and then when you finish, you get a bunch of PNG files console or something and you put it back together now these are all silly things that only get used by like five people but it's again it's just another way of having fun using dreams in different ways to try and get past mm-hmm. the shortcomings the other stuff that what what was good about that process is that i'm like okay that's the look i want but i want that so you can walk around it and so you get good frame rate and then it, it brought me back into them playing with these other ideas which are now working a lot better where that look essentially can be done in a quite an efficient scene now, just using, just understanding how to balance um, the grading tool, uh, the flex settings, the waxiness, and all that, the, there's a lot of little ways you can, you can. it's literally 1% on sliders too, if you just get them all right, you can get it to hold for certain shots. Um, and I'm working on a, a, obviously a game at the moment, and that's gonna, gonna use all these tricks to try and give each location a very volumetric atmospheric look that is still inherently a dreams. Look, I'm very happy to embrace their gorgeous look. It's just a case of just giving it some depth and atmosphere. And again, like you were saying, uh, well, it's just a sort of cinematic, uh, kind of look like a focus on lighting and composition and atmosphere. And, uh, then you can tell a story within that environment.
0: That answered all my questions. Well, I'm just, I'm just speechless
2: to be honest. I mean, you're such a, a modest, humble person, and yet the creations that you're putting out is just mind-blowing. It's just such a pleasure to talk to someone so talented that yet doesn't really appreciate how talented he is. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, no,
1: you took up. But look, as I said, I, I find when I'm looking at the, especially stuff in the dreamiverse, I can't believe... Um that things have just, uh, that, that people are capable of what they've been putting out. And there's some, as you said, it's like Robo and, and Cremio and, and so mm. many of them that are just putting out scenes that I'm like, there you go. People are getting really close to that. They're starting, you can see the maturity happening with understanding yeah. the tools and understanding cameras. I mean, again, from from the, say, a, a cinematic point of view, it, it does it does help to learn about why a camera looks the way it does when you watch watching a movie, um, why yeah. you would... Yeah, like, yeah.
2: It's one to one in dreams. You know, if you understand how camera angles work in film, and you know the reason why they shoot things the way they do, you do it in dreams, and you're going to replicate that look. Absolutely.
1: Mm. I mean, it's not for everyone, and I don't think it works for every dream. But uh, we're seeing such great stuff across the board in character animation and and full games. I'm not saying they all have to be polished, but you know, in every production department in every game dev studio, there's people that come in and they polish. And they, uh, and that's the same with the audio. It's like if you're sweetening audio. You know, you go, wow, it looks, sounds so much better now. I don't know what you did, and it's all compression and EQing and, and and clever use of audio. Visuals are the same. It's really tempting in dreams to go, oh well, there's a light, there's a thing. But when you look at it, it's just one moving. You, you only need like two lights to light a scene. You know, grading tools incredibly powerful. Tone mapping is really really powerful. Um, even using I use letterboxing quite a bit just because I like to change the aspect ratio because it does help you. It's not really cinema thing it's more saying uh you've just got to work within within yeah a, a set of a canvas and yeah. 16 by 9 is a really boring canvas I, I hate to say it uh and not because it's not a great shape it's because everything is the same shape so you go every single canvas in the art gallery is this shape so if you went to a, to an art gallery and every painting was on the same aspect ratio you'd be like okay this is all very similar so again using things like pillar boxing letter boxing vignetting Uh, lighting to just like let a whole side of the images roll off to black. Give your, give your player focus on the doorway you want to go to. These are all tricks that all the big dev studios use all the time to lead their players. And it's all through lights and cameras and angles and composition. Um, so a little bit of polish, it's honestly five minutes polishing a, any dream and you'll just go, how's, how can it look like that so good? And that's because dreams does have its secret sauce, which is that beautiful creamy lighting engine. Um, And the fact that it's kind of, um, it lets you abuse the tools, you know, everything plugs into everything else. And you can actually, I've seen people do things like exposure correction when you go outside, just things you wouldn't notice when you're playing, but you go, oh, that's why the big games look cool. You know, it's because there's these little extra flourishes. but yeah, look, certainly with things, I mean, I, I, I love reflections, obviously, because everything's got a reflection in it. But you can't do reflections in, in dreams, right? That's it's, You can't do transparency, you can't do reflection. Well, yeah, you can. You can do transparency and you can have reflection and you can have all sorts of things. It's just a cheat like every engine cheats. Unity yeah. cheats, Unreal cheats, everything cheats. Even ray tracing is actually a cheat. Even when it's ray tracing, it's a cheat. It's not real ray tracing. It's not real ray tracing. And that's yeah. the thing is that you go, these, these, these box quotes, and they're like, oh, well, for instance, I, I know people go, well, when are we getting ray tracing in dreams is that happening? Bad use of resources. I'd rather have bigger levels, more thermo than any day than than shiny reflections, because you can do them stylistically. If you want a cloud, make a cloud. You know, it's that's the thing, is is it just enables anyone to kind of create anything they've got in their head? And I think in in that respect, um, I tend to work at the end and then work backwards and that's my curse. I'll do a scene and go, okay, that's how I want it to look and that's how it works. And then I've got to go right now, I've got to go and reverse engineer all this back into gameplay. Whereas the smart way to do it is you block it out with cubes, make the gameplay work and then dress it up later. But the problem is you do find, this happens in other industries too, you get halfway through and you just never get around to the polish. So you've got a great game, but it looks like a tech demo. Um, And perception of dreams at this early stage is important. Um, and we're seeing some amazing examples of like uh, Snow Gardens and other ones, which are just really, you know, I mean, there's so many others, by the way, I'm only using simple, simple examples, but there's so many out there where you can see that there's, there's as much care has gone into the UI and the sound design or the, you know, the colour choices. Because those are the things you don't realise when you play larger games and indie games, especially as much effort goes into the art direction as goes into the game itself. Because a lot of the times you're saying, well, the world you want to inhabit, the, character, the characters you want to sympathize with need to feel tangible. And I find that, um, I mean, I love Blue Puppet. Blue Puppet's my stand-in. He's always in the wings ready to run out and be <laughs> abused in the level. And in all my stuff, there's a Blue Puppet because the the main characters aren't finished. And I, I actually prefer to have a Blue Puppet in there because I know I'm not done. I You know, that's kind of, I'll do all that later. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, where do where do you stop and where do you start with dreams? That's the problem. As soon as you start an idea, you're doing something else. So I'm sure everyone has like a thousand, you know, unfinished uh, ideas. I certainly do.
0: So I wanted to give you because you said you wanted to go into it, and I'm excited to hear about it. But I want to hear you talk about this work in progress uh, game that you're that you've shown a little bit here and there, like recently, showing this game you're working on. Tell us about it. Go into it. Talk as long as you want.
1: Uh, thank you. So just I might lose comms in a sec, so I'll just change headphones.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Y- yes, I can hear yeah? you. Cool. Thanks, mate. All good.
1: Um, yeah, so uh, I'm working on a sort of na- noir narrative. I won't say cyberpunk, but it is set, you know, it's that kind of thing. But the cyberpunk thing's a bit bit done at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's just supposed to be going back to a sort of grittier, slower, more pensive, um, investigative uh, you know kind of noir experience so i've tried to give it a sort of slightly evocative look because the story that i've got in mind is, is quite experiential and almost like speculative fiction more that more so than cyberpunk but it was just going back to that that cassette punk stuff the, the cathode ray tube punk you know i'm i'm a i'm i grew up with neuromancer and i grew up with Blade Runner, you know these. It's all it's about the grit and grime and the and the the technology is actually not the focus of cyberpunk, and I think people forgot that. I mean, it is in Neuromancer and everything, but it's about people and it's about how it affects people. Yeah. Um, and I think obviously with social media and everything now driving our lives so hard, it's more relevant. So it was less about neon and flying cars and more about um just trying to get down in the dirt you know and actually tell the story so yeah anyway it's it, look i'm I, it's going to take a while to finish uh, i'm getting some progress it does it's pretty crazy um but the idea is to make, give it some production and give it some you know there's actually music voice acting there's decent ui there's there's all the things you would expect so i'm hoping to have um something you know if there's another dreams com i'd love to try and chuck a demo up at some point but um But yeah, look, it's certainly an evolving process, but I really appreciate people's initial feedback because I think with all dreamers, when they actually go, okay, I'm going to finally show you what I'm thinking of, um, it does make you sort of gauge whether it's worth putting all that effort in. So I will certainly be pushing forward.
0: Well, I'll I'll definitely jump in and just say, you know, if you're doing voice acting and you need somebody, (laughs) let me know. (laughs) No, because one of the things that led me to your work was the fact that I'm a huge noir fan like it's the first thing i tried to do with a script i had like the moment i got into yeah. dreams so i i love noir and when i saw your work i was like that's it that's it if i could have this guy if i could pay this guy to work on <laughs> 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 like like really that's that's where i've been and so like that's part of my excitement because everything from your technique down to the aesthetic it it just it really hits home and i i can't wait to see when this project gets released it's going to be from the looks of it it's going to be one of those things that really in my opinion puts dreams on the map yeah just the just the, just the shots in this video that you've given me alone oh. i'm so pumped <laughs>
1: Obviously. like I really appreciate it. as I said I, I I'm gonna try and yeah not disappoint but it's certainly uh, I really do sympathize I have no idea how people are so productive on dreams and how they I've seen people just bang stuff up all the time and I, I'm not like that I actually haven't really put much up uh, but yes yeah, certainly I really I really do appreciate it there'll be a little, quite a few surprises in it I'm trying to do something a bit different with it as well but I think the idea is it's it's a it's an indie game machine and um, we've seen some examples of that but I really think that um, yeah, it, has, it hasn't even broke into the light yet, this software. And I think yeah. once we get even maybe another year or two under our belt for all these amazing creators out there doing such great stuff, they'll be able to put through a sizzle reel that doesn't look like a dream sizzle reel,
2: mm-hmm. you know?
1: And I think that's the thing too, um, and this is no disservice to MM at all, but like whenever you do see their marketing, it's a lot of spearheads with sphere eyes and pu- yeah. blue puppets and things. And that's great to show that it's really uh, accessible. But I think there will come a time where you need to go. Okay, that's almost like the educational um, and the the, the sort of Peggy three kind mm-hmm. of way you promote. And then I think it needs a black brochure with dreams in white, with some key images in there, and it talks about you know it really shows how this can be taken further by dev houses, even if it's just used to develop a product that eventually is for other uh, environments. That's fine um down the down the track i would absolutely love to see um the top creators getting either on the psn store as a a rapid experience that can be you know made in dreams but played on ps4 i can really see that's in their roadmap that once it gets enough stuff i think you'll find they're going to push it harder so to all those dreamers that i really think you'll find they're just waiting for the content to build up and they're just waiting for the the cream to rise to the top they're not going to discard this it'll always be a mem maker and they'll always be the you know the all the stuff that's on the that used to be on the front page. Actually, they've they've cleaned this up recently. They've done a lot of work on trying to focus on uh, the slightly darker corners. I think of the dreamiverse. So hopefully, we can we can uh, I can uh, contribute something to that.
2: Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, I sorry, um, I've said this multiple times. You know, just to repeat on what what you've just said there. You know, I think that Media Molecule and Sony themselves are waiting for this big leap in quality of content within Dreams. And I think that this year is going to be Dreams' year. I mean, there is teams within Dreams that's been working on their first initial project since the beta came out, you know, and they've got their teams all together, they're still developing. And I think truly this year, we're gonna see some incredible creations be uploaded onto the Dreamiverse that you wouldn't even necessarily even consider that it was made on Dreams. And I, I completely think once, that. Sorry. So once they've got that content, then I think mm. Sony is going to come to Media Molecule and say, "Okay, here's a trailer. Now put this out. This shows what really can be done with Dreams because it's very difficult mm. to advertise a creational suite when there's no, no, no experience with it. There's there's no footage to show. But when they've got all this premium content that regular players have come to expect from," AAA games, and they see the pure quality of content that can be made within Dreams, then I think mm. Dreams is just going to absolutely blow up. And I really think that this mm. year is going to be Dreams' this year for that kind of stuff.
1: I agree. I agree with you. And I think, to the PS5's a big nod towards that, because as much as we're like, well, where's the, where's the PS5 version? you know, look at the year we just had, we all had globally, Mm. you know, every, we've got to give it, we've got a plus one year now. Okay. That's just how it goes. And they know that, you know, that they wanted to have stuff out too. People also forget that we had a huge audio, a couple of huge audio updates, VR update this year, you know, Mm. a bunch of great stuff, you know, really strong community challenges and a lot of, and a lot of feedback from them. So, uh, I agree. This is, this is the year that, uh, I don't think it's going to be the top. Yeah, I think we're going to see this amazing growth and then it's going to continue through to the year after yeah. because the PS5 is the platform of choice. They're now discontinuing the hardware for PS4 at the moment. Um, once Sony fully commit to this platform switch, I think you'll find Dreams will get a fresh push that yeah. it will then be based on the strength of the content that's been produced. I mean, they they would have always said it's going to take a couple of years to build it up. You, people aren't just going to build great stuff in the first no, week. No, of course not. Um, so. And there's a few high-profile dreams that have literally taken two, three years to make, and they're going to come out soon. I'd love to see it. I mean, I want to see more original IP stuff. Um, I think that um, people do have to realise that um, if there's too much fan service on there, that those things, they're great and they're essential to the community, but I think they're waiting to see more, not original IP, but just original approaches to things so they can, you know, we could see a new Sackboy or a new Mascot come out of dreams one day. I'd love that. I'd love to see that. This one game that someone did, it just popped, and it and it doesn't have to mean people have to get successful from it. I think to be honest, if you're enjoying yourself, then you're spending your time right. Dreams is a perfect example of where you can you can, you know, piss away an iron and then feel like it's worth something.
0: The only Um, so I think all. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. It was only because of a hiccup. Okay. Well, I
1: think
0: I think again, going back
1: to what you're saying is, yes, I think this is the year that it's going to take off. I think you're already seeing there's a little, everyone was a little bit down in the dumps a few months ago and you, there are player numbers or whatever. It, it's irrelevant with dreams. It's not, that's not the point of dreams. Is sales figures irrelevant at this point, literally, or Sony but I'm not even charging for it at this point um, because it's about getting in people's hands, about getting people's hands to then create the content. And then then MM and Sony, I think, will, will reciprocate pushing it harder. And this is included with the work that they're doing with the outreach team at MM. There is actually a team of people at MM that are, that are simply there to push it to institutions and broaden the scope of it. Um, mm. Why do you think they put someone like Jen Simpkins on as editorial? That means they're gonna to wanna to start telling people stuff. You know, she, she's a huge supporter of indie development um, and, a, and been a great editor with Edge Magazine and PSM um, over the years. So to get that kind of caliber of people, as a lot of other great people they're putting on, but that's as an example, why are they focusing on someone that can do editorial content? Because they know they've got to start telling people about this in a way that isn't just like, oh, uh, it's good for memes or something else. It's got to show that it's grown some teeth and some some muscle. Uh, not, and we're already seeing it.
0: That's the only thing that I would say out of what both of you have been speaking about that I I agree, but I also disagree in the same in the same vein it's the like i do believe that there is going to be a push when you have this like upheaval of of just straight quality but i do feel like they've missed out on the initial because like once you have that state once you have that quality you reach this other side of the viewership where it's like god i'll never be able to do that whereas if they had focused on it till now You would have seen the people who have made the awesome 8-bit games, the side-scrollers, the platformers, the things that... someone might sit back if they you know don't know and be like oh well that doesn't seem so hard like i I think i could do that you've missed the push of all those people whereas once this once his video once his game comes out (laughs) (laughs) once his game comes out and you have the stuff that martin's been hiding and all the stuff that bad robo probably has been hiding when you get to that point you're going to get to another side that you might not be able to come back from which is a someone looks at it and they're like nah see when I, if like you might show them something from back and would be like yeah people started like this that doesn't matter it's it's that artist brain that one that makes you you know look at someone else's art and be like Jesus, what have I done with my life? Like why <laughs> you, know, you know that thing you reach that with a lot of people and they don't, you know, a lot of people aren't uh how would you say mature enough to look at it and realize that to the viewers it's, you know, it's just two cakes. They both taste like cake. You know, and like of course there're going to be people that hold you higher, but you know, it's like I feel like they missed out they missed out on the initial push to really mm-hmm show what people could do day one and they're jumping to what people can do day 500 and that's but but even still it's gonna do good things like there's always gonna be an influx i just really as a person who's like you know still in that 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 day 20 i i it's just (laughs) i just i really feel like they 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 missed out on that but I do believe that they still have the ability to make it up. I just, I just I, really find it sad that they missed. That.
1: Uh, look, I agree that it was a missed opportunity there, but this is, and this is again I'm trying to be kind because I, I love, I do love the way Sony do their thing, but they, they do tend to market in strange ways, and they, I think because it doesn't have a character involved, the imp isn't yeah. a sack boy, and you, you can't try to create that. You know, the, the Sackboy was just a way of getting people in. And it was never actually a creation tool to start with. It was a fantastic platformer that just did things a little bit differently. Um, but I think with Dreams, it, it really was about Sony. Like, you've got to understand how much it costs to push these things. These, these yeah. are not cheap exercises. If you, It's it's in the millions just to put a poster in one city, you know. And also, what's that poster going to say? And what's going to be on it? Like, make anything you want. Now, I actually, to be honest, think they should have just said what they did with the PS3. Just, it does everything. You know, it does everything. You can do anything you want. What if, what's in your head? What's your dream? Let's do it today. Um, there's a way of doing that. But I think the public, although Sony and, and MM2 really pioneered that idea of, of player-created content in a really, um, a really, really uh, useful way with like planets and all these worlds. I mean, we've all made a thousand things in LBP that are still sitting there, right, to be played today. And it's like 10 years later. Um, that, look, that Look at how long that took for them to allow the player base to develop and people's ideas to develop um no one ever got rich off it no one ever but we all had a lot of fun doing it and i think dreams they're just going to push that it's um it's not for the extroverts it's not for the shut-ins but it seems to resonate a lot with people that don't usually gravitate towards the traditional ways of doing things so it's almost like a way of saying well marketing then doesn't really work because marketing's for it's like a shotgun. You're just going to shoot everyone with this thing and go, I hope you like it. Whereas I think the outreach team, I think the appointment of Jen and these things are pointing towards them trying to find a little bit more of a mature way to push its strengths to the right markets because it's less about marketing this is a game. It's not a game, right? It's not a game. Even mm-hmm. at the start they went, oh, this new game from Sony. I'm like, their press release is obviously not saying that because they're afraid to call it a, a game engine, but they should have. Yeah. They really yeah. should have. Yeah. Because they were, I think they were just spooked. I think Sony went, Oh my god, we can't, we can't say it. it's like, you know, imagine you put a word processor out
2: on the console. But that's the that thing, though. It's, well? it's not even a game engine, though. It's a, just a full creational suite because it's a, it's a music engine, it's a game engine, yeah. it's, film it's, an, engine it's an art, art engine. engine yeah, it's, it's an art
1: engine. Yeah, it's the most powerful tool I've ever had put in my hands. And um, and whatever mood you're in, it's got something for you. So I think, it again, going back to what you're saying, Will, is I agree that Mr. Opportunity. But I think the second wave of this is actually based on a lot of strong user-created content. And I think the proof's in the pudding. And as soon as they can say, like, I mean, art's dream, I think is, is a work of art. I mean, I haven't cried at the end of something for a long time. Um, I thought that was just an emotional gut punch at the end. I just, I don't know why it affected me so much, but I was just like that piece of music and that that thing. I just went, that is the most mature <laughs> end to something. God. And it, and it really, I mean, I loved the whole thing, but at the end I went, damn, M-M, you're good at that. It's, it's such a British thing, you know, the, the making, you, making you happy and then making you sad. But it made me realise, I went, wow, Dreams really has the potential to create indie titles that can move people. Yeah. And it sounds a little bit, little bit sort of tacky, but Arts Dreamers, they've just done one thing. That's MM just doing one thing you know and i'm i think they will probably invite larger studios to come in and do a little signature pack or level or you know an experience that would be great to see other bigger studios actually do a little fleshed out thing a bit like art stream i'd pay i'd pay for that i think it's a great way for the platform to start bringing some revenue
2: especially with all the first party studios that you know sony has under the belt i mean we've already seen it with insomniac you know the ratchet and flank stuff that's been streamed lately on by, by mm and you know they've got so many studios that create such great games under their belt it would be cool like you said you know to bring mm. those studios in and make unique packs that's from the titles that's made them
1: absolutely we, a good nod awesome. towards that is probably tim schaefer's involvement in dreams uh, not saying yeah. he was he was responsible for but his name pops up a bit and we know why and i think that's because there's a you can feel the pedigree of mm. generations of game you know, developers basically. And I think that's a nod to making, what I'm saying is that I'm sure that Schaefer people, and again, just as an example, are saying, well, I would totally be using this to sketch pad ideas uh, yeah. before we move to our, our traditional platforms. And mm-hmm. that's that's one of the biggest things. And again, look, we, I, I, even I keep going, oh, games, 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 but yeah, uh, I don't even think the majority of dreams are games. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's all just, I just love seeing people do just artwork is still a moment, a bit of music. Um, you know that the diversity is is the the hook and that's what you were saying is it's so hard to sell that to people that you know I guess the thing is to you saying well if if you're creative this is perfect for you but they kind of need to draw in people that aren't because I think it's real uh secret is that it unlocks people's abilities without them realizing it oh yeah and how do you tell that how do you say this is what this is going to do to
0: you I don't know, but I still am stuck on that idea of a marketing shotgun for some reason it just it oh, yeah, a, I'm sure it, you are. It, it paints a video <laughs> of, in my mind of just people yeah. getting know, blasted the- in the face with marketing and how that Yeah, would work. I look I'm up for
1: it I'm up for it, but let's let's be completely honest that like l b p made hundreds of millions of dollars out of costumes right
0: yeah that's how it made its
1: money costumes and you would be amazed how much I mean it might have just been me because I think I bought them all but um with dreams there isn't really a dlc there isn't even subscription for this thing i'd be i'd pay 50 bucks a month to use this thing i love it and all and all the online services it provides for instance uh and maybe that's a good way of cleaning up the thing to make sure you can have unlimited audio you can have image import maybe as long as you're subscribing you want this you know stuff like that yeah
0: um
1: but certainly it's it's got so many directions it can go in but i think from from marketing um i don't think we're going to see a substantial marketing push but i think you will find that under the bonnet like there's going to be a lot of pushing to to industries and things to flesh it out because that's that's how they've got to make some money back and i think that's a great way of doing it um but yeah i I don't think we're ever going to see like you're never going to have to buy a texture pack or a new tool they're not going to do that to you so it's a it's a real gift this software this is not a marketing exercise this is something that someone made a team made and gave it to people literally yeah You know, so it's, there's nothing like that. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's heartwarming. I'm just going to check these comms, make sure you can hear me. Well, sorry guys, I think I'm losing battery.
0: No problem. No problem. I mean, we're coming up along the end now, but, um, I did want to give you a chance to say, basically to say whatever you want while I go back through and play, uh, the videos of your work and just, Tell us everything you need to say to get off your chest, whether it be to dreams, whether it be to the community, or to give people hope. Just just tell us what's real. Oh, no, we lost, we lost oh, him. Uh, yeah. we, we've lost him. Yeah, we no longer have uh, your voice. We still you have video. Now? Yes, oh, there we go. There we go. Yes, I don't know there why I did
2: go. that. Uh,
1: yeah, look, I think, uh, again, uh, we're all learning. Even even the top dreamers are learning. No one knows everything. And even the developers that are making their own stuff are still learning their own tools. Uh, I think the, the fact that we're seeing so much on social media, we're starting to see people like yourselves and uh, build the community out. Um, like I said, just keep thinking we're the biggest dev house in the world and we're working on a piece of software that no one seems to know about at the moment. So in a way, these are the, these are the salad days. These are in five years, we're all going to be going, remember when no one knew and we could all make stuff and it was all so, it was like a new frontier and it was all, everything was new. There will be a time when we're like, well, wow, look at it now. It's doing all this cool stuff, but I think it will always be niche. Uh, but I like that. There's the Dreams is a reaction to all the, the tools that we didn't like. Um, and we're going to be, uh, you know, all involved, I think, in a, in a development of the software together. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in 2021 with people. Um, and also, I know M M R have got some bombs to go for us. So, you know, we don't even know what they've got in mind for us. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that there's a few adjustments to some of the tools and we'd love to see some output options, I guess, for things like that. But generally, I just think the community is is one of the best out there. Um, if you're on some of the other boards like uh, Unity or everything else, it's really technical and it's just a kind of bugs. Whereas on the dreams forums, there just seems to be this real sense of camaraderie, and the sense that we're all um, we're all learning together. I don't think anyone's an expert in dreams, um, so I can't wait to see. Uh, especially if you get some of these clever people together on something, uh, maybe we'll see in this year or next year we'll see them pick like ten of the best and MM will produce it or something and push all these people into a room and make something cool for themselves. But I'd love to see that too.
0: Indeed. So we had one question from chat. Uh, Spicy waffles says uh, any words of advice for a young artist just in general?
1: Uh, Well, that's a That's a broad one, but yeah, I think just don't get spooked. Don't try too much. I mean, again, start small and, um, I mean, it's hard because I'm, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I just think the thing is jump in there and start. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter, I notice, they get sort of inspired by something um, which really kicks them off. So I think the idea is just, to, as I said, feed your head, you know, feed your head um, and actually just try to use dreams regularly. If they, I mean, obviously it's from a dreams-related thing. I find that if you pick it up for a week and then go, well, that was really tough, and then pick it up three weeks later, it just it won't click. And for a lot of people, I've even spoken to a few people recently and said, I really want to, but I just, it didn't click. And I said, just go back to it and just do a little bit every day. It's really, and it does. Then people go, oh, my God, right. Okay, I've got it now. I've got it now. I've got it now. So I think just perseverance, literally, with with, with dreams. It's a tool. It needs to be learned. It's got its shortcomings. It's got its, uh, its hacks. Um, but the support out there is incredible. Watch all the videos, you know. Follow some of the social networks and actually um, go through the Dreamiverse. I find I get most inspired when I scroll through the Dreamiverse. If you ever, if you ever can't think of something, just scroll through the Dreamiverse and you'll find something just that makes you just go, "Yeah, right. You can do anything." I keep forgetting this.
0: Indeed. So, if there are no more questions, we can go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Get them in now. I see a lot. I see a lot of, a lot of people call. agreeing and just that skills take time and to just keep working at it. And that's what I tell myself with the limited time that I have um, and I get better. I get better every well, time I come back.
1: Uh, and probably also don't compare yourself with stuff. Like I've noticed a few people have said, oh, well, my game's not going to look like cyberpunk or my games. And it's like, yeah, that's, just, that's like you know, hundreds of millions of dollars and hundreds of people working on it. Again, we all forget that we're going back to that bedroom programmer thing. We're all single people trying to do the work of a dev house. So a lot of the times people go, oh, it's just really hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's like when they say it's, a, it's like crunch. It's like we're all crunching ourselves. I've got to get my game out, you know. So just remind yourselves that we don't have any of the resources or the, the, um, the budgets, let's say, of what we're comparing ourselves to. And that's one when you do see stuff like Nom Nom and things that, that have been done and you just go, it's just simple, it's brilliant. That could, that could have been 15 bucks in the PSN store, no problems at all. And that's the thing is that when you start seeing how simple some of the best things are, mm. um, yeah. everyone has the potential. Everyone has the potential, but it's but you should never compare yourself to um, other games and other IPs, I think, because you kind of, you cook the goose before you start. Um, yeah. I think the, the, I, I like working in isolation personally, but um, now that I've started really getting into looking and paying a lot more attention to what people have been doing in the Dreamiverse, it's... Dunning, and it's really inspirational. So I think that's a really big part of getting, you know, lighting that creative fire is looking at all the other people.
0: Uh, Venwave says, uh, not a question, but thank you for talking with us. Uh, thank you, Ven. And and Pixel Tuner says, how can you stay focused on a project?
1: Oh, maybe you can tell me, Pixel Tuner, because uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I think I, I find the dreams curve is tools. Learn the tools, then learn the tricks of to the tools and then your idea pops up and then you go, oh, God, how am I going to get all that to work? Um, I'm um, – I think it's just the case of just trying to keep it simple initially and then building it out as it goes. Uh, I am I'm, I will admit I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, I know what I want to do now. <sighs> okay, that's really big, um, but I want to do it. I've been wanting to make a game since I was 10 and I never got to do it because it was just not possible. The tools were never there. And I played with Unity. I just went, no, this is, this is, I can't do this thing. So to be in dreams and actually go, you think you've got a shot at doing that game you always wanted to play, which I think is a really good point too. You know, let you should be making what you you think is missing. Make the thing you. If you want to make a flight sim, make a flight sim. If you want to make a game where you play, as, a you know, a pair of shoes. Do it. You can. You may as well. Um, so again, it's just uh, the perseverance of having an idea is um, a not walking away from it halfway through or sizing it down to get it to fit within the means that you have. Like, as you said, if you don't have time to do it, there's no point in trying to build an IPG or at least say it's going to be out next week. This is why I love the community <laughs> challenges and I'll try, I'm going to try. Maybe I'll try to do a community challenge uh, to learn more about that. But no, I think uh, everyone's got a different way of approaching willpower and I'm probably the worst because I just see everyone else just uploading stuff all the time and being so prolific all the time and um, they all know who they are. Um, but I think, again, the good thing about Twitter, I've only been on Twitter for a few months, uh, but what I really love about it is that when you do get someone go, you're on the right track, suddenly you, you go, oh, I can, I'm really engaged in a project now. I think so. So working by yourself, you've got to show people what you're doing, I think, because generally they're going to dig it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I have no idea how people actually manage to get these massive games out, especially if they're just one person. But 2021 is going to when we see a lot of them come out.
0: Yeah. Mm. Agreed. And with that ladies and gentlemen we have reached the end of the episode I have truly had my mind blown and I, yeah it's mm-hmm. I, I I my I would say my anticipation of speaking with Scott has definitely <laughs> paid off and there's a lot to th- there's a lot to think about right now but um I hope everybody enjoyed it Jamie did you want to throw out anything before I'd uh, just out.
2: like to, to thank Scott for coming on the show. Um, it was a real pleasure having you on. And when your game does release, you must come on again to talk us through your process and, and we'll stream the game and we'll do a director's commentary throughout because it looks amazing. And I definitely want to get that on the show. So thank you all very right. much for coming on. It's really appreciated. Uh, really
1: appreciate it. And thank you for all your support of the community guys. I do. And, and what we're doing too, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm very much looking forward to talking more about it as we get a bit closer.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody that joined us. Remember to uh, follow so that you get the uh, alert when we go live. It's every Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 8 p.m. GMT. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hope to see everybody back and, uh, yeah, let the good times roll. Catch y'all another night. Bye. Right on. Thanks, Will. Thanks, James. Thanks, (laughs) Jim. Thank you.